0: Welcome all survivors, helpers, and allies of sexual trauma.
1: This is the FOF podcast where we help match you with resources for your sexual healing journey to increase your confidence and handle life the freakout free way. We are Claire Horner and Dr. Sadal
0: Jones, two sexual trauma specialists and resource matchmakers committed to your healing
1: and ours. To heal our own sexual trauma while helping others do the same, We've dedicated our professional and personal lives to healing, but that doesn't make us more of an expert on your healing journey than you. You are your own best resource.
0: We want peace and safety back in our lives. Let's do that together. The Freak Out Freeway
1: on the FOF podcast. Our guest today is Eddie Masu. Annie is a certified EFT tapping master practitioner and the host of the Hush Your Mind podcast. Annie is passionate about helping people navigate their relationships so that they can speak the truth and come home to themselves. Annie is available for a multitude of sessions on her website, hushyourmind.com. Again, that is hushyourmind.com. Dot .com Please welcome Annie Musu. All right, welcome to the FOF podcast. I am Claire and I am Dr. Sadal and we are here with Annie Musu. And today we are going to be talking about healing as trauma with EFT or Emotion Freedom Technique or tapping if you might know it from there. And so we're coming to you from California, Georgia, and France today. So All welcome. across the globe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so Annie, we welcome you. Thank you so much, Claire and Dr. Settle. It's such a pleasure to be here. Excellent. We're so looking forward to this conversation. As we get started, you know, this season, if you have been with us, we have started having a moment of arriving. At the beginning of each uh, episode. And so we welcome you for the next 15 or 20 seconds just to honor that this is a, you know, this is a hard topic, period, you know, this whole podcast. So if you've hit the button, you have decided to try it out. And so we think that it's a good time to take a moment to get here. And honor the fact that oh, silence and then we'll jump into talking with Annie about EFT. I don't know about you, but I noticed I had a whole lot of tension I didn't realize I had before. (laughs) Absolutely. I love those those seconds. I love that. (laughs) That Well, as we get into this, I do want to connect for a second to the topics of season two. So for season two, we've decided to gear all the interviews around three core topics, the male experience, culture and race, and media as a resource. And Annie, you fit with all of those, quite honestly, <laughs> because I think EFT tapping can, can apply for anyone and almost any topic
0: mm-hmm. from
1: uh, physical pain and sensation to relational interactions to any of the, what I call impacts of, of S-trauma. But one question we like to ask everyone we talk with is what is your take on, I guess the word might be identifiers that we use to name ourselves, like survivor, victim, thriver, person in healing. People have different responses and reactions to each of those kind of titles or summaries and identifiers, what we identify with. What's your take on that?
2: Oh, I don't like labels. Mm. I don't use Labels. I don't like to say I'm a survivor or even a thriver. I'm Mm -hmm. just someone who has experienced as trauma, and I'm thriving now, and that's it. I really think it's liberating to not label ourselves because it's it can be easy to unconsciously identify with the past that can actually keep us from moving forward and really Mm -hmm. embodying who we want to become.
1: So I tend to avoid labels. Language is so important. Mm-hmm. i I find even yesterday, I found myself saying, "Let's check the language on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we we tend to as much as we can, say person and healing, you know, it's it's like where what the experience is at the moment. So thank you. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, jumping in, so how did how did you get here? How did you get to the work that you're doing now?
2: Yes, wow. To summarize in a nutshell, I grew up with an overly critical father and was really used to always paying attention to his anger outbursts. So mm. just living day to day in a very chaotic environment and watching out for the next explosion and making sure I'm camouflaging and being a chameleon and being whatever he wanted me to be. And so that really set me up for low self-esteem and just didn't know who I was at all. But I I really came into EFT um, as a practitioner due to my story. But as far as he- helping people with sexual trauma, I didn't set out to do that. I wanted to help people with stories like mine. And once we got into the rhythm of tapping, for example, I'd find that people would eventually stumble upon their sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. So a, a typical example is someone who's uh, working with me for relationship issues. They want to find their ideal partner and they find out they have limiting beliefs about men. They feel unsafe around men. And so that's you know very typical scenario where, where we'll be tapping on the the S trauma. Another scenario that's kind of indirect is someone who is an entrepreneur and we could be working on their fear of failure. And eventually as we tap, we you know work through the layers of fear and stress linked to that. And we go towards a whole different direction and their body tells them, oh, there's this one time I felt like a big failure is when I experienced this S trauma Mm because I couldn't protect myself. I couldn't defend myself. We tap on that. And, you know, a lot of times people don't think about their S trauma when it comes to being an entrepreneur or speaking up boundaries with their family members or whatever. It's very, it comes about in a very indirect way for me. Um, I always ask people, "Do you have anything like s trauma that I need to know about before we start working?" And they'll mention it, and eventually we do come about to tapping on that because it's so linked to low self esteem and what we're what we believe we're capable of creating for ourselves, the lives that we that we want. So most people come to me with more of I'd say a quote unquote surface issue, and then eventually we. Drill down and we realized, oh, your body's holding on to this trauma and it's keeping you from moving forward. So I am finding myself helping people with sexual trauma all the time, actually. It's unfortunately common and comes up in so many different ways. And this work has helped me come to terms with my own trauma, which for many years I brushed off because I didn't understand what I went through. I thought it wasn't a big deal. I thought, oh, other people have it worse. I thought as trauma had to do with penetration. I didn't think it had anything to do with, for example, hearing a story of a family member and there as trauma at a too young of an age, for example. Mm-hmm. I learned later on that that's called secondary trauma or v- uh, vicarious, vicarious vicarious trauma. Vicarious trauma, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that really. It was like infected my mind and I could not stop thinking about it and fearing the attention that I was starting to get at that age at 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I was ever sexually objectified, I didn't know what to make of it. And as an adult, I realized I had this fear of walking around in public and attracting all this attention from men and not understanding where that came from. I thought, I'm, I'm acting like someone who's been through sexual abuse, and I haven't really been through that, um, what's going on. And I eventually connected the dots and realized that, you know, these, quote unquote, smaller experiences, I hate saying it's small, smaller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the little T traumas, they are as valid as the big T traumas, and they can have the same physical and emotional impact as the big T traumas. And, and so, they layer.
1: They tend yeah. to layer on top of themselves and yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that. That's how I've, I guess in a nutshell, how I've come to helping people with S trauma. I could say so much more, but uh, I think that gives a really, a pretty good picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that gives an amazing picture of kind of your journey to where you are now and your experiences that led you here. And you've, you've actually covered a couple of things that Claire and I talk about often. And that one of those things I'll touch on is, the space of not knowing, right? Many people who've experienced S trauma are not aware that what they're currently experiencing in their daily living are S trauma triggers or trauma triggers. So I love that you touched on the things that, you know, you're seeing people with. They come in for issues in relationships. They want to be in a relationship, but they're not sure why they can't have a successful relationship or Where their barriers are coming on in their professional lives. Those things are happening around them perfectionism, procrastination, like all of these things that are happening. And even though someone may know that they've gone through an S trauma, they may not understand that the things that the other things that they're experiencing are connected. And so I love that you have touched on the significance of helping people, helping clients make those connections. And tap into those spaces so that they can better heal, right? So they can um, be on their healing journey, acknowledge what's going on, and then figure out how to navigate around those different things or navigate through, I like to say, those different things in your life. So I love that you touched on that. It's something that Claire and I talk about often. You mentioned EFT and tapping. Could you share with our listeners what the benefits are of EFT and what exactly is EFT?
2: EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques or Tapping. So it's a very powerful modality proven by science to reduce our cortisol levels. That's our stress hormone. And it gets us into the relaxation response. And so it's super effective for all kinds of issues like Claire mentioned in the beginning, notably for trauma, PTSD, um, addictions, physical pain, chronic pain, any anything that has to do with stress. So that touches on basically everything actually. So I use it to help people with people-pleasing. That's my specialty and codependency. People who have similar stories to mine, who grew up with really chaotic, toxic environments, who had to give up their selves to be accepted and loved mm-hmm. and losing losing their identity in that process. So it's such an amazing modality because you tap into your inner truth, your emotional truth, instead of going at it through your logic or the mind So one thing that I've realized is more and more people are telling me, I've done therapy, talk therapy for years, and I don't understand why I haven't overcome my trauma yet. I felt like I've told this story so many times. I'm all talked out. I hear that Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And I tell them the difference is that healing does not happen in the mind. It's not a cognitive process. Trauma is stored in the body and in the subconscious. And so as we're tapping, it's so easy to start accessing that stored memory, uh, the, the fear, the low self-esteem. I don't really have to, I don't even have to bring it up. It kind of comes up on its own. And so people are relieved to hear that they can finally liberate themselves from the trauma and no longer uh, suffer from the impacts that we were talking about earlier. And when they think about the memory again, the really good test is they don't feel anything. It's neutral. There's no more physical tension coming up, no more negative emotions. They can say it, tell the story as if it's a shopping spree. It's nothing at all. Mm -hmm. That is to say we validated everything on a physical, emotional, uh, mental level, and we're making way for something completely different we're liberating that person so that they can actually access their inner joy and their peace and their abundance so yeah i really am a huge fan of eft and i want everyone to know about it
0: i love that um analogy of liberating right so using Mm -hmm. it as a tool to liberate yourself and be more in a space of freedom freedom of immersion of emotion etc i love that that analogy
1: and when you move from a place of that, the the parts of yourself or your the parts of yourself that went through the trauma, and those, they can be finished. And I think the body has to be included in that process. And the way that EFT brings, to me, the simplification is that it brings the body into it because you're tapping on pressure points. It brings the mind into it when you identify the statement or the thing that you're focusing on. And then it brings the emotion in with just noticing the sensations and, and kind of letting them ride. And when you bring those three together, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a
0: full space of healing, right? Yes. yes. It creates yes. a fuller space of healing. And I like too that you mentioned and made the connection between talk therapy and where trauma is held, like where we hold trauma. Oftentimes I have clients that are dealing with physical ailments, right? Like stomach issues and they've had migraines for years and all the different things and doing the work helps them understand where it comes from. But I think adding in, right, that's what we do at FOF. We provide resources to supplement, right, each other. But adding in something like EFT tapping can then take the extra step um, mm-hmm. to, to free that space of, of physical pain that's coming from that, that S trauma. And so I love that yeah. connection between, yes, you can go to therapy, all of that works, but here's another way to help release some of that.
2: Yes, it's definitely a, a complementary therapy. I wouldn't advise someone to work only with an EFT practitioner if they're heavily traumatized. Okay. So if someone is, uh, you know, dealing with severe trauma and they're dissociating or they have suicidal thoughts, that's when I'd say go work with a therapist and see maybe see someone for EFT as a complementary therapy. In any mm-hmm. case, it is a complementary therapy. It's working its way towards becoming an evidence-based. Uh, modality. Technically it already is, but all the administrative stuff, they're all getting that figured out. So definitely recommend someone to to use it in hand, hand in hand with therapy. So yeah. Mm -hmm. both. And that's a great
0: example. Mm I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's a great example of how multiple resources can be used at the same time. Like we don't have to only do one. We talk about that often. You can do trauma yoga. You can do yin yoga. You can do meditation, therapy, read a book, listen to a podcast, do EFT tapping. There's so many different ways that you can supplement your healing in a way that makes sense for you. And so I love that that connection. Thanks for that.
1: And I think it can be EFT and the focus on the nervous system can be mm-hmm. a good first door, so to speak, mm-hmm. into working on things because it's a lot easier when you have, when you, Start to notice how involved the nervous system is in feeling safe, for instance, or physical pain or, you know, digestive issues and reproductive issues. And, you know, there's headaches, migraines, those kind of things are so prevalent Mm -hmm. with trauma. And yeah. so it can be a really good way to not be jumping into the storyline or the experience, the play-by-play, which can be so re-triggering. Yes, but absolutely. like you said, the, the thing about when you get to a place of, you know, if you think about it and don't have the associated reactions anymore, wow, like now mm-hmm. you might be able to talk about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes. Well, there are very gentle techniques to work with as trauma and EFT. In the hands of the right practitioner, they'll know how to um, gently guide the person to eventually talk about it. So there are techniques where you don't talk about it in the beginning, if the person doesn't want to, and we can ease into the tapping in itself. So I'll ask someone, how are you feeling about tapping on this issue right now? We don't even have to jump into it, and we'll tap on any tension coming up or any anxiety. We work with a scale of zero to ten, so ten is the highest level of stress or intensity that's showing up right now, and we want to go down to three or less. That means we're out of the stress response, we're out of fight or flight, and into the relaxation response. Now we're regulated; we can move forward. And then I'll ask the person, you know how how do you feel about just thinking about the title? Like, let's give this, um, this story a title, a mm. movie title. If it mm-hmm. were a movie, what title would you give it? Let's yes. give it a neut- neutral title, That mm-hmm. Day. It could, could just be That Day. So we'll tap on, on the side of the hand, which is an acupuncture point, and we'll tap, even though I have this story, this movie called That Day, I choose to accept myself. And it's surprising, but there might be a lot of tension just on that title. And so we're Absolutely. easing into it. We're, we're um, exposing our bodies to really tiny doses of what happened and getting ourselves into a safe space to actually tap on the thing itself. And so th- there are many different techniques like that where we're peeling off a little layer, a little layer at a time mm-hmm. until the person actually feels okay. And even before we even talk about it, we can also just um, work with no, like not, we're not talking about it at all. And we're just visualizing it in our mind little by little. And each time someone feels tension coming up, we have to stop. And we're tapping that piece out before we move forward. So mm-hmm. even if it's just one inch forward, we're moving forward as gently and safely as possible for that person. And for me, it is important that the person does get to a point where they can talk about what happened, at least to me, or a therapist, And that is ideal because that for me shows that they've really resolved the issue, that it's no longer having an impact on, on, on them at all. So, but if it's not necessary,
1: so Mm -hmm. that's the, that's
2: the beauty of EFT. That's very gentle.
1: To take it out of kind of the S trauma space for just a second. When I was, when I was first learning about EFT and then, you know, taking a course it was they They showed a video of a woman who had been through a car accident and they took it. They took the process through like three sessions of EFT with her. And in the beginning, she could barely like open her eyes to to even mention the day. And but mm-hmm. by the end, she was recounting not in a reporter way, but in a genuine connected in the moment way, she was able to just say, this is what happened. And yeah, it happened and it's in the past now. And I think I can go about my life. And it was just so wild even just to see her face and her, just how she held herself.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. The, the key really is the the mind, body, like we were saying, or the physical, mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. and I'd even add in spiritual slash energy Mm. that we're, you know, removing all the blocks about the, the story and the issue at hand. It's so key to be tapping or some sort of somatic healing modality, which is, it's, it's, that's the key. That's the game changer for a lot of people who have come to me after years of talk therapy. So it's pretty surprising how quickly we can work through this issue. Usually if I work with someone who has S trauma, if it's one incident, it'll be one session or two Max. Mm-hmm. It is not the crux of what we do. it's actually kind of like um, a little avenue we take to help mm-hmm. them get to their other goal that they came in for like right. you know success or uh, a healthy relationship. So yeah. yeah it's very it's extraordinary how quickly and effectively and safely we can proceed in uh, healing S trauma with EFT.
1: We really want people to have, you know, kind of come out of this conversation, having listened and have a a good, at least framework. And so you've mentioned how much work you do with perfectionism and people pleasing and codependency and those, those really core things that can have a huge impact on like every day of your life, Mm -hmm. really. (laughs) And your business, even like you mentioned, if someone is you know, with with us trauma, body tension, physical pain, inflammation, oh my goodness, inflammation, Um, and all the problems with that digestion. So but if I were to pick something like problems with sleep, are there particular ways or a particular example of how you might go about approaching an EFT session with sleep and sleep problems in mind?
2: Okay, is this out of the context of S trauma?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of people struggle with either nightmares or mm. they might be in, an, in a depression episode and either not be able to get to sleep or not or wake up really frequently or have bouts of insomnia. And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it through that lens.
2: Okay, I see. Well, I I'd encourage anyone struggling with sleep issues to tap in the moment when they're feeling they can't get to sleep, they want to, and it's really difficult with all the negative emotions. I'd say anytime you feel anxious, tap in the moment. That mm. is when you're feeling off, you're you're feeling the anxiety rising up. That is the perfect moment to start tapping. So I mean, if you're already feeling the anxiety, I'd say tap on any of the acupuncture points. An easy one is on the under the collarbone. So you go to your collarbone, it's right underneath one of those knobs there, and you just start tapping. That little sensitive spot. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. the sensitive spots. There's another one on, up here near the shoulder, but I'm the one that's easiest is under the, the collarbone point. Mm-hmm. So and it's I don't know, a lot of people like it because I think it brings them to their heart center. Mm-hmm. So it's very grounding. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say just start tapping on that point right then and there until you feel calmer breathe deeply until you feel calmer that's Mm. one way to self-soothe another way would be to just sit down and see what's coming up for you right now if you're feeling super frustrated because you can't get to sleep because you have you just experienced this nightmare tap on that even though i just had this nightmare and i feel my heart racing i choose to feel safe right here and now Mm. and tap on that see what comes up after one round Mm. that's your intuition telling you to tap on the next thing you you know as you're tapping you'll notice your body is releasing the stress and you'll gain this very easy access to your intuition your inner knowing and that part of you will tell you oh a, a new thought will come up or maybe another emotion will rise up to the surface so for me that's the next thing to tap on you follow that thread until you feel calmer and mm. you can measure your anxiety level again you know, in the beginning, how high is it? And then in the end, where are you now? Try to get down to three or zero. I'd say that's the easiest way to self-soothe in a moment when you're having trouble with sleep. Mm. The long-term plan would be to work with an EUT practitioner to help you find out what's causing that sleep issue, because it's just, uh, it sounds like it'd be just a symptom of the S trauma or something else going on in your life. So EFT is all about going down to the root of things. So if you think of a weed, the leaves of a weed represent the symptoms that we're going through. So that could be people pleasing, it could be the sleep issues, it could be um, codependency. And it would be helpful to self-soothe and tap on those issues, but it'd be a lot more helpful in the long term, more effective to go down to the roots And so the roots are the limiting beliefs, the Mm -hmm. um, negative emotions, the trauma, the unresolved past wounds. Those are what's keeping those leaves in place. So we have to go down to the roots, uproot that, and those symptoms will no longer be there. Mm -hmm. And then my method is release and replant. We want to replant with seeds, Mm -hmm. new seeds of how you want to show up in the world. Who do you want to be now? Because sometimes I find that on the healing process – If we are so used to identifying perhaps with our trauma or being with the story of pain and struggle, we might not know who we are without Mm -hmm. that. It Mm -hmm. might be such a huge part of who we are that we don't even know how to function in this new way. And so I I really encourage people to create this new template of who they want to become. Start planting those empowering beliefs so that it's a lot easier to move forward and not fall back on the past and, and have it come up again. So yeah, that's my long-winded answer to, to sleep.
0: <laughs> we have to go back to the uproot and replant. Like I, that was, <laughs> that's such a good way to phrase that and to, to put that in a space of, of the work that, you know, that you do in, as trauma and the work that you do in general, right? Is the find out what's going on, get to the root of the problem, remove that, but then plant. So it's not just leaving it empty.
2: Oh yeah. Because right. it just creates this void. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a vacuum. I, I found myself in that space so many times. I couldn't understand, you know, I had been well-trained in EFT, but I think we don't, even in the healing space, we don't really maybe insist enough or encourage people enough to create that new template for themselves yes. where society is so focused on the negative mm-hmm. and we have the negativity bias. So We've learned to just uh, focus on the negative to, to make sure we're all right. And that's totally understandable and valid. At the same time, if you want to move forward with a lot more ease and grace, we do need to start thinking about who we want to become and um, creating uh, that new energy for ourselves. That's a lot easier to step into it and, and claim our power.
0: And that permission to move forward, right? That permission to create a new space for yourself, I think is so empowering. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As a, you know, next people pleaser, I didn't feel like I deserved better. I didn't feel like I deserved good things in life. I just accepted the minimum and thought, oh, I don't have other needs. I don't have other desires. I've learned to do without. Mm -hmm. And so it's super courageous to start asking yourself, what do I actually want? And start believing that maybe you can create that for yourself, that Mm -hmm. maybe you do deserve it, uh, just like
1: anyone else. Right. Being able to frame something like starting in a place of, you know, I don't feel safe ever and moving to I, I feel safe with myself or I feel safe in this particular room or this particular chair <laughs> mm-hmm. and then moving to I'm allowed to feel safe all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there are things, things in people and situations that are, that may change that. And, but as we're prepared better and better for, you know, not taking on the responsibility, for instance, you know, then we can kind of come from, an internal safe place. And so looking forward to, I want to be in a body that feels safe. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just, even just saying it sounds way better. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
0: absolutely. I think
1: that's the key. That's the
2: first step is to Mm -hmm. feel safe in your body. And that safety then emanates and touches everything you do Mm -hmm. and how you show up in your life. So yeah, for me, it all starts with being okay with how you're feeling. For me, it was A lot quicker to start paying attention on a moment-to-moment basis and check in with myself. How am I feeling right now? What tension is coming up right now? And uh, trying to chase that back and see, where is this coming from? Why Mm -hmm. am I feeling off right now? Mm -hmm. And it seems kind of an indirect way to moving forward, but it's so important to have that regulated nervous system to feel safe in ourselves. meaning even when other people are unhappy with us, we're okay. Or Mm -hmm. even if this thing doesn't work out, I'm okay, because I've created that safety, that safety and that um, firm foundation within myself, I'll be able to pick myself back up, I'll be able to support myself, even if this thing doesn't work out. And so that that safety is essential. And it does often start with healing the S trauma.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so many, so many aspects to that. I mean, that's, there's, that's such an industry. so there's like, uh, three, four, five, 10 hours that we could uh, (laughs) (laughs) elaborate on each aspect. Certainly, but you know, we appreciate this, this this approach and this way that you've talked about it you know one of the things that that struck me when you were just speaking about sleep is that there is working with a practitioner and then there is using eft yourself
0: mm-hmm. and in your
1: own space at your own time and that's one of the most powerful things i think is is special about eft is when and you can work with a practitioner to figure out what the line is you know what when is it best to be working with that practitioner and where are the aspects that I feel comfortable using this on my own and so but you help with that you know you've you in in the resources that you have you know just to kind of s- to move to that you know the things that you're offering and and just are you know in this uh, freak out free space you know that's the resources here to utilize and incorporate in your healing is is where we can find that place to limit reduce um, and hopefully begin to eliminate a strong word but to get to a place where we have these tools to keep from freaking out or being triggered and so you have a um well, you have a podcast yourself and, you know, hush your mind. I love it <laughs> <laughs> because the, le- the mind is so loud so often. But I wanted to give you some space to talk about what you're doing and what you what kind of interactions you have with people. I know you have a, a free PDF, you know, to help people understand how this can work for them and and that kind of thing. So what would you like to say about that?
2: Yes, for my freebie, yes, I'd be happy to um, talk about that because it's such a generous offer that I'm proud of. Mm. Um, It's about people pleasing and using EFT tapping to start to find your way to um, embody your power and uh, claim your voice. And so there's uh, a generous EFT tapping meditation that you can follow along and get a taste of what that's like. Um, It's, of course, not customized to your specific situation, but a lot of people have told me they've gained so much benefit just from tapping along with the phrases and um, to get a taste of what can be released in such little time. It's only a 10-minute meditation, but many, many people have given me such positive feedback about it, and I've included a PDF guide to go with it so that people can start to use EFT on their own and customize the phrases to their own situation. So. Um, one way is to work with limiting beliefs, like I don't deserve to be respected or I don't deserve to have needs and using EFT to clear the way and um, flipping the switch and and getting into the affirmation of, oh, I do deserve this or I do deserve that to, to have people respect me. And so I present in the, EDA, uh, the PDF how to use EFTs so that you can um, tap on limiting beliefs and affirmations so that you can start embodying them instead of just repeating the affirmations in your mind and hoping that they work. Um, you can really start to embody them and, and uh, feel that they're true in your bones. So yeah, that's uh, I'd really encourage people to sign up for that.
1: How do they find it?
2: So you, you can go to hushyourmind.com newsletter and mm. so you to uh, subscribe to my twice a month newsletter and you'll get that in the very first email.
1: Very practical and, you know, knowing how it looks, knowing how it sounds and, you know, all those and being able to interact with that on your own and on mm-hmm. your own time
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, you know, we to, here we say you are your own best resource. And so that's part of being your own best resource is finding finding these things and interacting or listening to or reading the content there. And seeing how it affects you or doesn't, you know, I do think that sometimes with trauma, we get used to, you mentioned the scale, the zero to 10 scale, we get used to being in that six, seven, eight, nine, 10 space. And everything is, you know, our nervous system is, you know, jacked up literally, Mm -hmm. and we can live in that space. And so sometimes we think that that's the only way to heal is to be stirred up and be overwhelmed. And it just is not, Yeah, thankfully, is not the only way.
2: It's certainly not. Yeah, it's certainly not. Um, There's such um, gentle and just safe, effective ways to go about it that um, help us meet ourselves where we are, exactly mm-hmm. where we are. There's no need to push. Mm-hmm. It's it'd actually be unsafe to push and to, uh, um, yeah, force things to come about. So, yeah, we really do want to meet ourselves exactly where we are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like go at your own pace, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the takeaway, is that this is something that you can do at your own pace, and then you can make the decision. You're right. empowered to right. make that decision if you want to go further. And I think you yes. offer different stages and different um, avenues of that. And so I think that's great.
1: Well, thank you so much for giving such, you know, kind of elaboration and, and also your personal experience, you know, moving through your own your own traumas and your own experiences that felt limiting and really, you know, sometimes with trauma or with with our childhoods, we we respond and our identities kind of are really just a a reflection of trying to not be <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh the a problem in our own you know in the in the space with parents or family
0: mm-hmm. and
1: rather than who we actually are as as people and so being able to separate from that and find a new new direction that's just like annie that's mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. just comes from you and isn't a reflection of of trying to get out of the way or you know, respond. So we appreciate your authenticity and, and uh, transparency there. Absolutely. Thanks so much for sharing. I think this
0: is, um, I think your story and the work that you do is definitely going to impact others.
2: Thank you so much, Claire and Dr. Saddle. It was such an immense pleasure and honor to be here. And, uh, you know, thank you so much to all that you do uh, to creating this amazing resource, first the podcast and all these different pathways towards resources to empower people on their journey. I think that's such a a key important message to take away always is to remember that we are our own best resource. Mm -hmm. Um, It puts the healing in people's hands and lets them know that they have all the power. They Mm -hmm. have always been powerful. They always will be.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. There's such a long list of ways that we can be in this healing and choose now. I mean, I think, Every year I say, you know, this is a better and better time to be in healing because of all the options. And I know that we can get stuck in the expense of it, the emotional expense, the financial expense, the time expense, but there are modalities like this that you can investigate and find whether it works for you and use it on your own time as well as with a practitioner and not for years and years, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we need, you know, just like we need our doctors and our dentists and our mechanics, you know, for years and years, we want to be able to go back to them when there's a problem, but we also need to be able to feel the freedom of using our resources in a way that works for our life. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Follow or subscribe for notifications to upcoming freakout Free resources. Reviews are always welcome, so we can keep doing what you enjoy and tweaking the rough edges.
1: We would also love to hear from you. If you want your question answered live on a future podcast, go to our webpage linked in the description and click leave a voicemail on the right side of the page. Or post a comment on Instagram under this week's episode at Reset Trauma Unstuck.